How are you Raiders family? It's Berkey here and welcome to this week's preview of our round nine big match against the Roosters. Um, probably our second toughest match for the year um, after the Melbourne Storm in round two. This one's now round nine. So it's a really, really solid test now to see a third of the way through the year where we're and how we're tracking. The Melbourne game, second weekend, still trying to work out combinations, fitness, mileage in the legs, um, just all that thing on a round two game. That uh, And we, we didn't come up too short against Melbourne, uh, but this one's a big one. Uh, obviously, we've had injuries well documented now this week. Three of our big, big name players are out for extended periods of time. But that gives opportunity, um, and that makes a team become steely and makes them become tougher in adversity and makes them gel even better as a team with their teamwork and so on. So I think we're a massive chance in this game. We've been written off by the Pundits all, all, all week. Media are saying, you know, the Roosters should win and win well, um, and that's fine. I know Ricky will have a number of tricks up his sleeve to counteract the Roosters' game plan which we displayed last year. And I'll come to that in my top 10 about areas of last year's game which we can still utilise against the Roosters with some of the personnel they still have in certain positions uh, last year who are also there tomorrow. So let's get into the top 10. Obviously, I'm going to start with the Roosters first. So the first one I've gone for is uh, Tedesco. Now, without a doubt, the best fullback in the game uh, right now. Uh, that can't be denied. But we have to play Tedesco smart. First and foremost, we can't kick to him on the full. So I'm really hoping when Jack kicks, um, he really drills it on the bounce to that left corner. So running this way, Jack kicking on the left-hand side of our, of our, of, on, on our left edge, he's kicking it to Tedesco's right-hand side if he kicks it that way. We've got to be careful there, guys, because Tedesco is more lethal running from this way towards us because of the way he steps off his right foot and his left Whereas Sam Williams or Hodjo are kicking, I prefer they kick to, to, to our right edge or to Desco's left edge. He's nowhere near as lethal bringing the, ball out, uh, bringing the ball out than when he's running from right to left. He doesn't have a solid right-left step, but he's got a very solid left-right step. He doesn't, he doesn't step anywhere near as um, uh, potent uh, off his left foot. Um, so we've just got to be really careful of that. If we can bounce the ball to Tedesco, it just takes that momentum away from him getting 30, 40 metres with his speed to get the yards. Now, what you'll find Tedesco do, actually will do at about the 30, 35 minute mark, and we've got to be aware of it, instead of going out the back to him wide, Kiri will come back in on the inside trying to catch some, um, uh, some lazy markers. So that last five, ten minutes before half-time is, is real alarm bell stuff for us. We can't get lazy around that market area because you'll find Tedesco will be sniffing around that centre corridor a lot more. The first part of the game, he'll be out wide, uh, obviously on their left edge, which is their most potent, with Kiri, Corden and, um, and, and Latrell and Tupo. Uh, so we've just got to be aware of him around that ruck area. Number two, I've gone for Kiri. Now, once again, he will control most of, most of the, of the high-energy play. Um, when the Roosters want to slow the game down or they're looking for a breather, they'll usually play out to Cooper Cronk, who I'll cover shortly. So make it known when they want to keep a low tempo or they're looking for touch or to wind the clock down, they'll usually go to their right edge of Cronk and Manu. When they really want to ramp things up, obviously they're going to come left with Latrell, Cordner, Tedesco coming out the back. 
So Kiri will have the ball two or three times in each set of six, trying to expose our left edge. Now, the way they're going to do that is they're going to try and play... They're going to try and get the ball centred between their goalposts and then hit that left edge. You will very rarely find a sweeping Roosters movement from far over on their, on, on their right-hand side trying to bring it back across to Kiri and Mitchell and Cordner. They'll try and aim the middles up in the, in the middle of our goalposts, get their V set, and nine times out of ten, they're going to be desperate to win that ruck, give Kiri that chance to explode off the mark, play it close to the line where he can either hit Cordner with a, with a short ball, Tedesco out the back with the overlap to Mitchell, or he'll do a face ball across Tedesco or Cordner to Mitchell. One of the two. So it's imperative, imperative, imperative that we win that ruck every time. Um, if we don't, then we need to have a lot of line speed up to take Kiri's time with the ball off him. If we can crowd Kiri and Oldfield can come up and crowd Latrell, it's going to take a lot of their potency out of the game. Number three, I've gone for Victor Radley. Now, solid defender, very good defender. However, he's not a hooker. Not a hooker. So what you'll probably find with Radley, unlike the brilliance of Hodjo out of the ruck area, Radley won't run at all hardly from dummy half. Maybe close to the line, he'll have a crack, but you won't find him 40, 50 metres out running and, giving, um, uh, and, and putting players through holes. His main go is going to be to just pick it up, offload to Wiria Hargraves um, or the other forwards, Cordner, um, those guys, um, uh, Takihaho and so on. So that's good for us. It means that our markers don't need to rush Radley because he's not going to cause a big threat. Maybe just stand back a yard, let him work out who he's going to pass to, then we nail them. So we don't need to pressure Radley in relation to think he's going to take any long runs. He won't. He'll also be slow out of dummy half with his service. So if our markers can really hound him, he's going to be forcing the ball. So while he's a solid defender, he's not a natural number nine trying to walk a straight play and attack. Number four, I've gone for the Roosters' right edge, which is um, uh, Joseph Manu and the 35-year-old Cooper Cronk. The 35-year-old Cooper Cronk. While they're solid on that right edge in attack, they won't score a lot down that way. However... I think that's a weakness for, for them in relation to the way we can attack them, and I'll come to that later on with Jack. As I said, Kronk's 35, so he's starting to get a bit slow on the legs. Still a fantastic organiser, great in general play, great in getting their side to certain positions on the field, but his second and third efforts now for someone his age is slowing down. So we, nearly, we really need to work him over a lot when we've got the ball. So I think that Roosters' right edge is weak, or it's weaker than their left edge in attack and defence, and we need to come up ways to exploit that. Number five, I've gone for Latrell Mitchell. Now, obviously, we know how Bryn in attack he is, but once again, last week the Tigers stood back and watched, um, and they were talking in glowing praises how it was the best game ever by anyone ever seen. But I think tomorrow we will have his measure, so long as the likes of Oldfield, um, probably Elliot, you'll find on that right edge. Uh, and, and our other um, middle players, Papa and Sia, when he comes on, really take a lot of his time and his momentum out of him by putting pressure on. The big thing with Mitchell last week, you may have noticed for those who did watch the Tigers game, his second efforts when he makes a tackle is still lacking. He makes a tackle, he's sometimes last up. If he's last up, we've got an opportunity where he is not in the defensive line to get some attack going. So he's, he's a little bit lazy still getting off the ground and getting back to his position. 
um, to make that second or third effort. So there's no doubt in his attacking brilliance, but once again, I think we can nullify it if we work together as a team. So for the Raiders, I've gone for number six, it's Hodjo. Now, I think with these big, big roosters forwards, um, some of them are very mobile, but I think we need to do a lot more offloads tomorrow. I've said it the last couple of weeks, but if we can get some offloads to the roosters, the roosters last week against the Tigers had a hell of a lot of offloads, and that sucks a lot of energy out of you. It's going to be a fine, sunny day tomorrow, a little bit hot, 24, 25 degrees, but we need Hodjo to be his mercurial best, but not... The Roosters want you to run in their, in, in, in their middle corridor. I think we need to go one or two passes wide, either to the left or to the right, and run their big blokes either way. We did it last year to a lot of great effect, and we got the chocolates because we were running one or two passes wide off the rucks and making them chase us um, and, make, and, and making a very open and liberal game. And I think that's what we want tomorrow. We want a speed game against these guys because it will tie their big guys out. I think if, um, if, if Hodjo can really dictate that speed and momentum around the rucks and he does a lot more kicking again from dummy half, which I liked seeing last week, I think that's going to help us enormously. His kicking out of dummy half tomorrow I think could be really critical to surprise Tedesco as well as, 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 well as Tupo and the like, um, just, having that, just having that other option other than Jack and Sam. Um, so number seven, I've gone for Jack. Now, Jack had a fantastic game last week, never made an error. And I think tomorrow, as I said earlier, Jack on our left edge um, uh, against the likes of Kronk and Manu will be critical on the Roosters' right edge. So I think Jack can really run a lot more tomorrow because he's not going to get crushed in defence, but I think his big body will really tire Kronk out in defence. Manu's solid in defence, but with the likes of Jared and Nick, big bodies, they've got a really good combination now in that left edge. Uh, I think we can really expose them in attack if we can win that play the ball on that, on that, um, on that next ruck to get some forward thrust straight through behind the markers. Number eight, I've gone for uh, CNK, uh, Nickel Klockstad. Looked awesome last week. His support play was great. He was tough in defence. Once again, I think tomorrow, if he can bob up around that ruck area with a couple of offloads, uh, I think it's going to just add a real lot of confusion to the Roosters. The Roosters do not like fullbacks and so on coming in and sniffing around that ruck who are good on their feet. Uh, they're, a bit, you know, they're a little bit lax with their big bodies with light-stepping fullbacks, and I think CNK fits, the bill per fits that bill perfectly early on in the game, just to try and test them out around those ruck areas. I would love to see CNK then sweep to our left edge um, to once again really expose Manu and Kronk and really, ask, really make sure we ask them some solid questions about their defensive efforts first up, second and third attempts. Number nine, I've gone for Papa, Sia and Elliot all together. Um, probably our three most experienced forward other than Hodso. Uh, but those guys tomorrow are going to play a critical, critical role in trying to take away a lot of that Roosters grunt uh, intimidation factor as well. The Roosters love the intimidation and their size. Uh, these three won't cop any crap, obviously. So it just gives the like of, of uh, Horsberg and Hudson Young just a bit of confidence uh, and resilience that these three can quite easily match what the Roosters throw at us. And believe me, the Roosters are going to try and be bullies tomorrow. They've been bullies all year, and they're going to try it again tomorrow with some of our young guys. I think those three guys are the cornerstone 
of making sure that we don't take a backward step and don't cop any crap. Um, and finally, my top 10, I've gone for box or touch gloves. So on paper, the Roosters look a million to one they're going to win. A lot of people have said that. So we can either come out like a boxing match and just touch gloves and see what happens, or we can come out swinging. Now, regardless of the players on either side, no matter how hard you run, how hard you tackle, how hard you want to chase, and how hard you want to be in the contest, those four things, for example, are not about ability. They're about attitude and getting to the contest and being involved in the contest. I quite often read a book here called, um, you might not be able to see it, a book by Jack Gibson called Played Strong, Done Fine. It's got some fantastic life quotes in it, rugby league quotes, motivational quotes and so on. One of the big things he's written here, which you've heard before, but it's just good to reinforce this type of thing. Great individuals don't make a great team. Teamwork makes a great team. So if we can do those one percenters better than the Roosters tomorrow, the chase from marker, um, two and a tackle, uh, keep the line in defence, communication, all those little one percenters that make up a great team. If we can keep or do that better than the Roosters tomorrow, we're going to be in, the, in this game up to our eye teeth, guys. So I'm really expecting a fantastic showing from us tomorrow. we just got to be solid. We've got to be aggressive. And we just can't sit back and star watch. Obviously, we're going to be caught with our pants down if we sit back and watch how good they play. But we've got to be right in their face and give a heap of momentum and give a heap of cheek. And if we do that, we're going to be very close in getting the two points. Guys, as always, thank you so much for your support on my Berkey's Top 10 Facebook page. I'm at Twitter, at Berkey Top 10. Now uh, hook me up on YouTube, which is Berkey's Top 10 on YouTube, as well as my podcast. So this, this audio will now be on the podcast and all your big podcast apps, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Casts. They're growing each week, guys. So as always, let me know if you've got any queries, got any questions, uh, or just let me know you like, like, like the show and uh, happy to answer anything you want to know. As always, guys, Lee Green, this is Berkey, out for now. Bye.